Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Aliens. (laughs) Aliens is a 1986 science fiction action film written and directed by James Cameron. Set 57 years after the events of the first film, Ripley's life pod is found by a salvaged crew and once awakened from hypersleep, she discovers that the moon where her crew had encountered the alien species for the first time is now colonised by the company. Her warnings fall on deaf ears, however, when all contact with the moon is lost, Ripley is called back into action as an advisor to a team of marines heading to the moon to investigate. Here, she'll be forced to confront the cause of her recurring nightmares and face down a whole nest of aliens. Guys, I just want to say right off the bat, I know I'm 34 years late to this, but Aliens is really fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were about to say, I know I'm 40, and I was like, damn, you look so good. Was this your first time watching it? This is my first time watching it, yes, as always, didn't watch horror. Not even I didn't watch horror, I was thinking about this uh, the other day, like the three of us should almost just do a bonus set where we talk about our relationship with cinema, Hmm. because I've kind of come to realise how stunted my relationship to cinema was. Like, there's so many classics (laughs) I never watched in my youth. There's so many classics I still haven't watched that are, like, on my watch list. Like, too many. Like, a shameful amount. Citizen Kane? I have watched Citizen Kane, but only within, like, the last... You don't have to worry. Paddington 2's now (laughs) topped that. (laughs) Best film ever made. (laughs) Right. I don't need to watch all other films because I've seen Paddington 2 numerous times. (laughs) It's mathematically the best film ever created. Like, what else do you need? Good call, Tom. Good call. Just rewatch it. Every time you want to watch any movie, Paddington 2 is always a great option. Are we are we all in agreement that this is, while completely different to the first film, mm. every bit just as much of a masterpiece? Yes. Yes. Agreed. I think they're both absolute classics and they're quite different. Yeah. yeah. I, I was always of the belief that this was better, but I don't think it's better now. This is just my favourite. I think this is just out and out my favourite of the... Too. Mm. Also, this is the first one I saw. I didn't see Alien before I saw Aliens. Oh, that's so interesting. Uh, mm. I also watched Aliens very young. Right. Like, right. shouldn't have watched yeah, it. Yeah. Like, dad fucked up. <laughs> Terrence. <laughs> I had nightmares for weeks about having my face Oof. hugged. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's something that I wanted to talk to you guys about is, is, you know, this is the second sequel that I think we've done on this show. Obviously, the first being Scream. Um 
And so I wanted to sort of get your opinion on what makes a good sequel. What is about a sequel that works opposed to so many that don't work? We've also done Doctor Sleep. We did do Doctor Sleep. Technically, not a traditional no, sequel, no. I guess, in Hollywood terms. More but of yeah. a legacy. Um, with this one, I think crucial to it is that, is that Ripley is still in it. Mm. If this had been a sequel that didn't use Ripley, then it wouldn't like it, it needs that emotional bond. Otherwise, it's just a bit of a marine grunt action film, which would have been sick, would have been still really For cool. Sure. Yeah. With our man Bill Paxton. Mm. But um, yeah. having Ripley is great. And I, did you guys read that they were having trouble getting Sigourney Weaver to sign mm. on? So James Cameron did a bit of a cheeky. Um, Chinese whispers with some of the agents in Hollywood okay, and said that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be the lead. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the call came back and they're like, nope, Sigourney's in. Yep, she's oh, in. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And then and then he could just not cast Arnie and it wouldn't matter because if she said to him, oh, I heard Arnie was going to be in it, he'd be like, where'd you hear that? That's not true at all. Yeah. Like, they would have had to admit that the only reason she signed on is because she heard it. Oh, it's such a, it's a bold move, mm. that is JC. Well yep. done. Big stuff from him. Yeah, this yeah. was he went through some hell on this. Like the crew apparently just didn't respect him at all. Mm. Because for the crew, so this was filmed in in England, and they have like the same crew that works in that studio the whole time. Right. Yep. And they had worked with Ridley Scott on the first Alien film, mm. and then they get James Cameron, this young guy from America, coming in, and none of them had actually seen Terminator yet because it hadn't come out over there. Right. So they had no respect for him. They're just like, who is this fucking nobody? And yeah, apparently James Cameron didn't know about things in England like tea breaks and stuff like that. Oh, like no. They'll have to stop and have a cup of tea. And he's just like a real workhorse. Like, what the fuck? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, okay. And they just hated him. Wow. And somehow they cobbled together. Like, it's incredible to make a movie this good mm. with a crew that hates you. And it's not just like some films are different, but you look at this and it's like, this is everything. This is set design. This is effects. This is you know oh, yeah. action scenes, yep. everything. You need the crew. Yes. So good on him. Well, he's he's literally the Ripley to their Marines. Like they don't like him, they don't trust him at first. Yeah, and he has to win their trust. Oh man, that's yeah. wild. Um, but yeah, Damo, to your question, why mm. do why does this work? It's for me, it's the emotional through line. Yeah, it's okay. got to be, I think. Yeah, and it's that it's bigger. It's yeah. the same thing, the same world, but but bigger. It is your probably prototype sort of sequel yes. for Hollywood. Well, that's kind of that's where my yeah. head went to. Is that is that a good sequel will elevate both the stakes. And the idea behind it, while also dealing with the ramifications of the first one. So there's still that connecting tissue. Yeah. There's still like, obviously, yeah, this one immediately follows on. There, these ramifications because those aliens still exist on that planet. She's aware of it. And in her telling people about it is part, part of the reason it all comes out. Yeah. But then, yeah, the, the stakes are elevated. Obviously, you want that for a sequel. We can't just rehash the same stakes if we're going to get bored. But also the ideas elevated. Like, that's what I really loved about this one is taking the idea of these aliens. Obviously, in the first one, we had one. Great. Now we're going to have a whole nest of them. And then not only that, we're going to have a mummer alien in there as well. Like, that is such a great exploration of the idea behind these these creatures that were already so terrifying so the next step is clearly great we'll have a whole fucking horde of them because that's so much more scary yeah, yeah. this has one of my favorite things that a horror movie can do in that the character has already experienced this trauma in the past mm. so she comes at it and it's that thing that we always talk about where it's like what how would you respond yeah she's perfect for this yeah. situation yes. because she has met that thing before and now there's just X amount of them. Mm, mm. She's great. It's such a good performance. She's great. And one thing I really loved about her character in this one is that I really like that she doesn't have a military background. Yeah. That's not part yeah. of her persona. And then throughout this this movie, well, she kind of has to learn how to do 
the things these military guys do because yeah, there is a whole horde of them. She needs to she needs to upskill basically. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that part of it. Is that one, she wasn't equipped, but she learns how to be equipped, and that obviously those around her kind of help her do that. I, I think just on the the idea of of having that emotional through line and the way the sequel works is absolutely you've got to crank it up a notch. It's literally more aliens, more heroes, more deaths. You're yeah. on a planet now. You're on a you're on a ship before. Now you're on a planet. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing this now. There's the, like it just it finds all the levels. Mm. But I think the thing that that works beautifully in this is, and this is coming from someone who saw them out of order, right. is that even not knowing what she faced in Alien, her terror at this situation mm. infects you because you're like, well, she's seen this thing before, and she's like, it's fucked. Yes, like it's yep. the worst thing I've ever faced, and I'm facing it again. It, and and you know she's got these Marines with her who are like. Very capable, have big fuck off guns. Right. Old mate's chomping on a cigar the minute he gets out of cryo <laughs> Like it's all happening. Yeah. And yet she's still terrified. And it's like the dread sets in straight yeah, away. Because yeah, yeah. you're like, well, obviously something something really fucked's going to going to kick off here. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, just on that escalation that you talked about, you've also got from the previous one, it's her sort of protecting a cat, whereas in this one it's now a child. Yeah, great call. And that just yeah. helps the emotional through line of it as well. Yeah. Well, especially the the whole thing of like she's dealing with the fallout of she's been in stasis for years mm. her daughter is dead yeah well, oh. everyone she knows is dead that's such a great the whole world beat. has changed and she's got to adjust yeah. yeah to it like and i and i love that also like it's the, the ramifications in the plot of this movie are is that it is heavily implied that if she like there's kind of a, a burden of of uh, on her mm. that she has to fix this because if she hadn't have woken up and told them what had happened they wouldn't have gone looking for the aliens. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only reason the aliens wake up. They would have been left alone yeah. and maybe eventually discovered yeah. later. Yes. But- hey, just yeah. on your thing about the, the her daughter having died, see, there's different versions of this film because that's I, re- I remember that from seeing that a few years ago. But the, in the one that I watched this time, so I watched it on Disney+, Plus, which is so weird to watch an Aliens film on Disney. <laughs> I guess they bought the rights yeah, to it at some yeah. point. Well, Fox, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It was Fox, yeah. So the one that I watched, it doesn't have that scene at the start right. where you learn about her daughter. But I, I had it in the back of my mind, so I knew it anyway. Mm. But yeah, there's a few things that are missing. I think the one I watched was probably 10 minutes shorter. I think that's okay. the director's cut is the is the one that we've... I can't remember which one. I think I've seen all the versions yeah. now, but yeah. In this one, I think... Um, Burke is sort of up on the, strung up on the wall and he begs her to kill him. Did you guys see that version of it? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I've and seen. And she lights him on fire? Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, because that's not on the Disney one no. from what right. I watched. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did Did you have a preference, Carney? Oh, I prefer the other one because I do really like the thing about the daughter. I agree. Because it's so heartbreaking. It's like, oh, how long have I been in? And that, what was it, 50 years? Right. And then they're like, yeah, oh, your daughter's died. Yes. And it's like, whoa, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Hell. And then it also gives- And that plays into, yeah, her thing with yes. protecting you. Exactly It plays right. in perfectly, the thing of mother motherhood, you know? It's great. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree. I think it's great. And then just I wanted to say something on- Tom, how you sort of said, yeah, her fear is so heightened, which makes us scared. And I really love how the Marines are so confident. They are yep. so freaking confident. Obviously, you've got Bill Paxton doing his Bill Paxton stuff. <laughs> but literally, like, there's that that early scene before they land on the planet and they're just like, oh, so it's like, uh, is it just a couple of worms we've got to kill or whatever the terminology they used it's was? It's a bug hunt and is, I think, the term Bug hunt, use. bug hunt. That's it, dude, yeah. And they explain what it is. Oh, yeah, great. It's a bug hunt. And I fucking love that beat. It's such a small beat, but it's so necessary and perfect because it explains why they think 
she's overreacting. She's just a citizen who's scared because we've faced this before. We've faced other aliens that fall into the bug category. Yeah. But no, you have never faced an alien like these aliens. Like, again, yeah. it even sort of tells us just how dangerous this enemy is. It's I fucking loved yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. There's lots of little touches. Like, James Cameron doesn't get a lot of credit often for his writing, but even just mm. like, I can't remember the, the captain or the colonel or whatever, the guy in charge. I can't remember his name right. now. But he just them asking how many um, how many drops he's done in a plane or whatever, and he's yeah, just kind of yeah. like that he's done one in a simulator, and it's just like that's yeah, just perfect. Gorm- it's Gorman one line, yeah, Gorman, yep. and you just know that yep. he's not experienced and no one respects him, and it's great. Right. That's all you need to know. It's perfect. And then when and then when they go in and shit hits the fan, and he panics like he literally just freezes. Mm. You're like, of course, it's all there. We've seen it. It's been set up so beautifully. Yeah, they 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 set up and make you fall in love with those marines. So quickly, you've got basically yeah. like a 10 to 15 minute window of them waking up, doing their thing. You understand mm-hmm. who, and look, a lot of them are stereotypes and a lot of them are caricatures of, you know, that kind of hardened marine. But like, this is, this is, you know, the, the, where the staple I think comes from. Yeah. But you, you fall in love with them. And there's just like, again, the little details, that detail of Gorman, the old mate chomping a cigar as soon as he gets out. <laughs> yeah. Learn everything you know, need to know about Bill Paxman. But also, the best thing is, uh, old mate. You learn that he's the most capable one there because he sleeps during the drop. Yes. Yeah. Like everyone else is coming down. Hicks is asleep. Hicks, yeah. Just on the ship. And they're like, someone go wake up Hicks. Yeah, like, yeah. That's- he just doesn't give a shit. So you're like, all right, he's going to be capable. Yeah. Thank God he is in charge at the end. Yeah, that's great. I missed that. I missed that until you said that, Tom. But like, I I loved Hicks by the end. One, because I'm like him and Ripley. I'm like, normally I don't go in for romance. And this is obviously such a strange little romance thread. But again, it's weaved in there so well. Like this is again, yeah, the writing's actually what done well. Cameron knows what he's doing because mm. yeah, I kind of loved it. Like it, it it had been earned. I think that's why I often don't like about any kind of romance thread, especially in an action movie. It's very rarely earned. It's just like, well, you've got a machismo man and a damsel in distress, of course they're gonna fall in love. Where this this one was not that. This was like equals respecting each other and sort of having um, appreciation for each other. So, great. I can get behind that. You know what it is about Cameron? I'm just thinking about him. His dialogue is often a little bit cheesy Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's on the nose, but his structure is actually perfect. Yeah. Like, structurally, all his movies are just fucking great. Yeah. You can't argue against them. They hit every beat they need. Like, Mm. they are satisfying. Yes. They're like a well-cooked... Three course meal. You get every course, yep. and you're like it's like your favorite home cooked meal. It's the best. Yeah. yeah, I think some filmmakers make movies for themselves, mm. and in the hope that there are fans that love what they love. Sure. And James Cameron's one who I think makes it for a wide audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so did did Terminator came out just before this? Is that right? Yeah, it must have been like a year before, maybe or two. I'm not sure on the timeline, but I just read that the crew hadn't seen it because it hadn't come out in England yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, for them, they were just kind of like. At that point, I think he probably had a credit for doing like Piranha. He did like a Piranha film. Right. But right. Uh, he might have been kicked off. Yeah. There might have been creative differences. I don't know, some bullshit. Yeah. Well, what was this? 86, did you say? Yeah. 86, yeah. Yeah, well, this was... So, Terminator was 84. Yeah. And obviously, it might not have got the worldwide release that, at that point. And then... Right. Mm. Obviously, he nails aliens and then he gets to do Terminator 2. The man is good at sequels. I'm. It's weird. Like, mm. you, you think of something like Terminator is good. Terminator 2 is the Terminator movie, though, that everybody... Like, when you think Terminator... Sure. Yeah, there, there's some, there are iconic moments in the Terminator first film. But in Judgment Day, there are all the iconic beats. Yep. And in Aliens... Like, Aliens is very iconic. Mm. Aliens is just as good. And for some people, it's better. Yep. Yep. And there are so many iconic things. It makes me go, look, Avatar, fine. It's, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. 
Avatar 2 yeah, man. might be incredible. Well, yeah, like, again, because, right? like you're saying, like, Terminator, again, to me, the criteria of a sequel, elevating the stakes and the idea while still also dealing with the ramifications of the first one, Terminator 2 does that. Yeah. Like, it does that really, really well, where the idea is stretched so far that our villain is now our hero. Yeah. Like, he's now part of our hero team. That's still a, a stretching of the idea behind the original one because we've got this upgraded Terminator to take him down. Avatar 2 is going to be good, boys. Oh, It's going to be good. I'm excited. I was honestly like ambivalent towards it, but now because of this chat, I've actually yeah. gotten very keen. He's got the runs. He's got the runs on the board, boys. Yeah. Damo, you will hate Alien 3, and we should, oh, probably, okay. we should probably end our affiliation with Alien on this film. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Alien That's 3, uh, yeah, it, everything we've just talked about, in terms of building a great sequel, it just shits on that within uh, the first two minutes, yeah. basically. Uh, the, the, the thing uh, with Alien 3, too, is it was plagued with massive issues where the original... So, have you, you've, there's, a, there's a book, actually, about the making of the movie where they're talking about the original version of the film. Mm-hmm. So, the premise of 3 is it's set on a prison planet and, basically, the ship that they're in at the end crashes on the planet. Okay. And, originally, it was supposed to be a wooden planet of, like, a monastic society. Yeah, all, like right. all right. Monks who live in space. And sure. it, that was this idea, and it was just going to be it, as they as it kept sort of going. It was going to be prohibitively expensive. The original director who'd written this idea got booted off it. Fincher, David Fincher, got brought in as like a gun for hire to make this wow, movie. Okay. And he talks about how it. He never after finishing this movie, he's like, I never want to make a fucking movie again. <laughs> it was his, you know, it was his first thing, and that's why he's he's so like how much like he talks about how much he hates studios yeah. and. He got fired. Yeah, he got fired eventually because because he he, he didn't do the editing. Oh, shit. Because yeah. he tried to he tried to retain the original idea as well because he liked that and the studio yeah. were like, no, it needs to be like this. And he's like, yeah, what the fuck, guys? And yeah, yeah that spoiler alert for Alien Three, which we probably will yeah. not do on this podcast. But, <laughs> uh, Damo, the opening of that movie, uh, they kill off Hicks and they kill off Newt. It's just Ripley who survives the crash. Oh, what? Yep. Oh, yep. fuck. Yeah. It's a disgrace. That it's is honestly horrendous. a disgrace. Oh, fuck. Okay, so you saying, obviously, the studio had so much involvement. To me, one of the benefits of this movie was, even though everyone loved Aliens and there were some people who didn't want a sequel, because people were uninterested, it meant Cameron could actually have full creative control and make the movie. Like, this is from the sounds of it. Obviously, he had mm-hmm. a battle getting it made from the sounds of it, but it didn't sound like he had too much interference from studio and whatnot once he actually had it in place. No. And then it's a beautiful film. That is, oh, I'm genuinely gutted by that. Yeah. Hicks, my boy Hicks. But even like Newt, like why would you kill Newt? <laughs> yeah, that's so unnecessary. But other than, oh, we don't want, oh, no, they nah, they shouldn't have, no, that, that undoes everything that this movie does. Yeah. Oh, I'm livid. I'm livid. I, I think in the original version, Hicks did also die, but they're on a, but they're on a monk planet. So they're like, buried him and they kind of grieved him and there's a whole thing about it. Yep. Whereas on a prison, he's just dead um, and <sighs> it's a prison and everyone's really... Yeah. I could deal yeah. with Hickstein. And, and it's one but, alien again too. It's just right. bad. So you've lowered the stakes. Yeah. You've you've stripped down the idea and it doesn't really relate to the first one other than they crash. That's it really. Yep. Oh, that is so disappointing. Um, yeah. And then and then Alien 4 Resurrection is garbage. <laughs> okay. Winona okay. Ryder is in it. Wow. It is... Okay. There's a video game of it that's terrible, um, but it's mm. yeah. The, look again, spoilers for three. We're not going to do three and four on this show. <laughs> no, no. part of me um, wants to do Alien versus Predator. Oh, oh we should yeah. absolutely do Alien versus Predator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Do the Predator movies first and then jump into that. Yeah, I'm not opposed to Prometheus. I mean, I am. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We don't have to. I mean, it'd be a good one to do because, Jesus, they act like dumb fucks in that movie. (laughs) They very much do. Yeah. Like, uh, Sean Harris in particular is a very dumb character before he goes on to be incredible in Mission Impossible. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yep. Well, I'll pull us back. I'll ask the question. Were we scared? Yes. Heaps. Yeah. I like, agree. I was too. Yeah. Not in, the tra- not in probably the traditional sense, but like I got to a point in this movie where they show... Because normally when you see too much of a creature, you're mm. not scared anymore. But I find the opposite with Alien yep. because the more I see of it, the more I'm like, it's genuinely disgusting. Yeah, the, des- like- the design is off its head. I made a note. So literally that that first scene where the Marines go up against them and they're sort of, they obviously go into where they've like terraformed part of the, the ship or whatever it is that they're in. And it, it already looks creepy, kind of has that spinal look to it. And then they're in the rafters of these spines. As soon as they move... I hated it. Yeah. Like their movements are so like the the design of this is off its head. It's so well done. It is literally I think it's tapping into something in our psyche or subconscious that can't help but be triggered. Yeah. Because mm. it is so alien for lack of a better word. And it is. It's so like as soon as they move and they're so gross and the mum one, the shooting out her eggs. Oh. Yeah, the long the long even like it's a thing like you look at her face for so long when her and Ripley have that moment where she's like, I'm going to burn everything yes. unless yep. you let me leave. And then she's like, mm. okay, I'll let you leave. Yep. But like, just looking at her for that long, it's you get to you get to appreciate every single horrendous detail. And just when you get over yep. it, you're like, nah, what if I saw that? Yes. It's a gamut of emotions because you look at it for so mm. long that it's like peeling back layers of the design. Yeah. You, at f- you're first, you're scared of it. You're horrified. And then you respect the design and then it like does something else and you're like oh it's disgusting again yep. like it's just it's it's probably the most well-designed uh, monster creature in any film i've ever seen agree. Yep. Yep. i agree i, I agree i agree more yep. it's so iconic and so 
and I and I think that's that's the, that's the thing on like the fact that it's so iconic. Mm. There are so many things in this movie that other movies do, and for me, the most stressful and intensely wonderful scene is the scene with the motion detector. Mm. They introduce them early. They're used early, but then they are used so beautifully in that scene where the guy, we just have big old Bill just yelling, 20 feet, 15 feet, 12 feet, they're in the room. I love him. And it's just like, oh no, oh, oh no. Like that that beeping and slowly, yeah. like it's been ripped off so many times because it is so effective yes. at ratcheting yeah, up yeah, the tension. Yeah. And that's, something, that's another note I made for this movie is like, this came out, what did I say, 34 years ago. There is so much happening in this film that you see in future sci-fi and future horror that you take for granted. But this film, I think, must have set up so much because there's so much that was familiar. But again, this is 34 years ago. Like, yeah. they, they literally kind of set the stage for what was to come in both sci-fi, horror, and just horror in general, I think. Like, yeah. the tricks they pull. Yeah, I don't know if I would have seen it cr- chronologically before this movie. It's funny to watch it now because there are a couple of moments in it where you're like, ah, oh, you know, that old trope I've seen. It. And sure. then, oh, hang on. These guys invented it, though, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. wild. Oh, this is their trope. Yeah, yeah. Aspects yeah, of it have dated. Um, anytime there's a yeah. bit of technology or something, you come like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's a computer? Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> We're in the future and we're using floppy disks. <laughs> right. cool. nice. But for the most part, like a lot of the the effects and just the, the you know, everything, like I think it's the design. I think, mm. and we've seen this with Prometheus and Alien Covenant, I think. Tom, you would have seen them. Um they do the the alien sort of with CGI now, whereas back right. then they just hired like you know seven foot tall models and put them in these giant suits, and it's so yeah. much better when it's grounded. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just get Doug Jones to play the alien in every movie. It would be <laughs> yeah. fucking awful. Right, he's right there. He's available. Yeah. Oh. He moves. He moves creepy. He loves doing shit. Imagine Del Toro. Yes, he <laughs> needs to do an alien movie. Wow. Oh boy, that would be off its. You know, head. Del Toro and James Cameron are great friends. They should team up. Fuck. JC yes. can produce it. Del Toro can direct it. Have we talked about this on the show before? Have you guys heard the story about Del Toro? Years ago, his father was kidnapped, and James Cameron gave him the money to get his dad back. Oh, yeah, fucking JC. That is, yeah, that is a huge fact. Earning the name JC, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, big time, big time. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. my God, that's that's so wild. I'd, I'd have to read the story again. I think it was a matter of like the police being like to Del Toro, no, no, we'll we'll sort this out. And JC yeah. was just like, don't take the risk. Here is yeah. the money. Just do it. Fuck. That's wild. Yeah. How is not every movie Del Toro has ever made since not dedicated to James Cameron? <laughs> right. He's probably in the credits at the end or something. Special thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Special yeah. thanks, JC. Uh, speci- special thanks again to James Cameron for saving my dad that time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Ripley's quite wise, obviously. She's yeah. got a yep. lot of knowledge. Um, she probably doesn't get everything Fixed right. Wise. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yep. Bill Paxton, Private Hudson. Did <laughs> yep. he act wisely or foolishly? Well, he does. To the best of his capabilities. Oh, okay. That's a good answer. He, yeah. um, what mistake yeah. does Bill Paxton make? He talks too much. That's probably yeah, well, the only real error. There, it's so funny because he comes across at times as just a coward. Yeah. You're like, oh, come on, man. But then there's other times where I'm like, I couldn't do what yeah. you do. You're actually bright. You're fighting them. Yeah. You're he swings brave. between intense bravery like, and then also cocky bravery yeah. where he's like super arrogant to 
quivering in fear and yelling out game over man yeah where oh. i'm like oh that's us there's me right there yeah. great i'm glad i'm represented in this film there's, there's the line that's that's the line of the movie <laughs> right. that sums up i think how we feel about that's how literally we don't need to ask what we would do in this scenario because we'd be bill paxton but less <laughs> yes. competent yeah. we'd just be yelling game over man the whole time it should be the motto of the show <laughs> three bill paxton's just quivering together but we don't have a ripley there to give us a task to do yeah now nah, or Hicks to pull us in line. I, look, yeah. I think every character acts as wise as they can with the information presented to mm. them. The Marines go in, they, they do everything right except they panic and start using bullets. But I guess, mm-hmm. fuck it, you would. Yeah. I think Gorman sucks, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Gorman and what's his name? Who's the who's the company guy again? Um, oh, Burke. Johnny. Burke. Burke sucks. Burke. Paul Riser. Yeah, I hate boy. Burke. You know what I hate about Burke? It's mm. his first interaction with Ripley... Where he calls her a kiddo. Yeah, he yeah. does. It's like, mate, she's yeah. older than you. Like, what are you doing? She's like a yeah. hundred. <laughs> <laughs> she could be your grandma, mate. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I had such an interesting relationship with, with Burke. So I, I often might take some notes throughout our Scaredy Boys viewing. And for Burke, like early on, I'm like, oh, he's a great villain because he's just a company man. He's just like, yeah, he's a sleazeball, but he's not an out and out villain. And I wrote that way too early because then by the end, I despised him. Like, <laughs> and not only that, I wasn't the only one. I read two really great facts about his character. One was that Sigourney Weaver, every time one of the actors was to die that day of filming where their character would die, she'd give them a bouquet of flowers. It's nice. For, for Paul Reiser's character, Burke, the day he was going to be filmed to die, she gave him a handful of dead flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then my second fact is even better. Where so Paul Reisner watched this with his sister and his mum, his sweet old mum, and then when his character died, his mum had one thing to say about it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's such a piece of shit and it's so Oh man. What I love is but again, we're talking about raising the stakes. This thing does that great thing where you have an Android. Yes. And we know what the Android yes, is capable of. And even and you've seen scenes of Bishop. Analyzing the material, he says to Ripley, "No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm doing my job. Yep. This is what I've been asked to do." And then the reveal is that no, 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 the, it's never the androids' fault. Mm. The androids are only as bad as their programming. Yep. And old mate, this guy who is a sleazeball and who you think is just a sleazeball is actually the real villain. And Bishop is a goddamn fucking hero. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. It's done so well, especially when you like to, like I said at the start, I'm like, "Oh, he's a company man. He's a bit of a sleazeball." That's interesting. But then, no, when you actually reverse engineer it, and basically because Ripley told them about this slew of aliens, and then it was him who sent the people there, when she sort of discovers that, Mm. that he sent that family, that innocent family there, where dad totally cops it (laughs) with the face hugger. That's another thing, Sean. That scene is missing from the Disney Plus version. It 100% is. That is yep. not in there, yeah. It's, I think it's in the director's cut yep. because I've, I've seen that movie because we owned it. I've seen that movie heaps. And when that didn't happen, I'm like, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Mm. Hey, is, um, is there an android in Alien 3? I can't remember. Uh, no, there's not. I think there's an android. There's an android uh, in 4 because android in 4 is Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. Because I wondered if as the series went because in the first one we had Ash and then we had Burke was the third one starting with C and then D. <laughs> that Maybe. Cool. Although, no, because no, no, I think the, the fourth one is C and then Prometheus, uh-huh. the android's called David. Oh, so they, they, they do do that. I'm going to look up I'm going to look up Alien Resurrection Interesting. I'm pretty sure. All right, you look that up and Damon and I'll talk about, I think that Newt makes wise choices and she's another kind of like Ripley where yeah. she's suffered through something oh, and man, just has yeah. a lot of information yeah. a lot of little tricks and stuff I think that it's weird 
it's not a failure in the screenplay at all. Mm. It's just it's just it's well done for the characters. They bring Ripley in because she is like the expert consultant, right. and then they don't really listen to anything that she tries to tell them to do. True, but like I, for the most part, it wasn't the Marines who wanted her there. I I don't think. True, but like. Should Gorman be more receptive to her advice? I guess he's a Marine as well. Yeah. It's really Burke, and then Burke doesn't really have a backbone. No, so that's it. It makes sense. Yeah, it all, like it's all there. And again, like you said, for Newt, like she's she is a great, interesting character where she's not just a kid. She's not again like even Newt isn't a damsel in distress. Where like you said, she's got a few tricks up her sleeve. Like quite often, she she does work as the MacGuffin, I guess, in some ways, but she also works as a solution to to various issues. Yeah. So yeah, even even that, like again, I got to give it to Cameron. He he doesn't waste a character if he doesn't mm. have to. You know. Yeah. I did read a great fact about the actress Carrie Hen who played Newt. So there's that scene where she goes down the uh, vent. She slides down the vent. Yeah. And <laughs> basically, because she's just a kid, she was enjoying going down that vent so much that she kept purposefully flopping the scene so she could do it again. And basically, Cameron, Cameron like caught what she was doing, realized yeah. what she was doing, and he said, look, if you just do a good take, I will let you play with that for the rest of the day. You can go in that slide as much as you want. So she did. She did a great take. Boom, one and done. And yep. then she was on the, on the vet slide for the rest of the That's, day. Oh, that is amazing. That, that story could have gone two ways. It could have been that or he could have killed her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. knowing James Cameron, she might be dead. Yeah. Well, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver could have been given her a bouquet of flowers that day. Um, just I've, on the alphabet check, I've had a look. Um, I'm pretty sure there wasn't one in three, but the, the android in Resurrection played by Renona Wider. Re, Renona. Renona Wider. Renona Ryder. <laughs> Is called call. Interesting. Ooh, okay, is that's that's juicy. That is juicy. You've you've picked up on something there, Carl. Yeah, yeah. If the if the next yeah. Alien movie, because inevitably there will be one. Don't know if there will be because Covenant did not do right. very well. Yeah, but they'll eventually do like a reboot or whatever. You know? Yeah, they don't have to stay in that universe. True. Maybe versus. Predator, Although I, I did actually just read the other day that Ridley Scott is is planning to do one. So I'm sure there's something happening. Mm. Didn't he do one already? Isn't isn't his he did Prometheus and yep. Covenant and they both yep. suck. Ridley. Go back to making, like, I don't know, wildly inappropriate movies about Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Most baffling film I've ever seen, Exodus. Ridley Scott has made some classic films and some absolute dog shit films. Yeah, look, in the question of wisely or foolishly, he's about 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, boys, how would we deal? So we've already said that we would no doubt be the Bill Paxtons, the private Hudsons in this scenario. Yeah. So let's say that, yeah, we're part of the Marine Corp somehow, bafflingly so. Or do we, or should we be three little newts running around? No, nah, we, nah, we, we'd be dead. Here's the thing. If we're newt, we're dead because there's no way we have the resourcefulness or the ability or the, the wherewithal that she has to survive that long on her own. Like we True. just, we just don't have that. But if we're, if we're Marines, we're screwed as well. Or we're Burke. We probably <laughs> are company men. I think we die, boys. I genuinely, I think we die. Well, look, okay, I'll, I'll give a new scenario then. I think we need to be the Ripleys, oh. yeah? So we've been brought in somewhat reluctantly because we've experienced this in the past. Okay. We're, we're not Marines, we're not kids, we're not company men, yeah. we're just these outcasts in the middle yeah. of it all. It's because we watched the first film. <laughs> we watched the first film and said, yeah. you boys seen Alien? Great, come on, man. <laughs> um, so, like, what do we do? I've, I've already got... Here's one thing I didn't mention in the Wisely or Foolishly, is that Ripley doesn't take... The cat. And I think that's a mistake because the cat in the first one always knew where the alien was. It was always hissing at the alien when no one else could see it. Yes, in theory, but she's doing the cat (laughs) like... 
It would be extremely irresponsible to bring a, an animal with you on a suicide mission. This is true. Look, okay, not the cat. How about this? Okay, and maybe future-wise, this isn't PC. How about we bring a whole fleet of androids to act as our cannon fodder or alien fodder? Because... I mean, I'd be like, no, 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 don't send the Marines. Get 20 of this guy. Hmm. Yeah. Get spaghetti and milk boy over here. <laughs> milk and marbles boy and uh, yeah. throw him in. I think milky, though, is probably very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Future yeah. milk, yeah. really hard to come yeah. by. <laughs> no cows. They have to get <laughs> no it from... Cows. I don't want to know where. I don't want to know oh, where no. that future milk comes from. I've seen The Last Jedi. I don't know where that milk comes <laughs> from. Oh, that's boy. in space. Maybe that's why they wanted Mama Alien for her milk. <laughs> Oh no. A, oh no. It was a milk mission. A milk run. Right. Riser just wanted that milk, baby. He wanted that alien milk. Oh, yeah, I don't want to make a weapon. I just want to put something on my cereal. Oh shit. Yeah, I think Marines are cheaper than androids in this world, surely. Oh shit, you are because so right. Conan. If you could just yeah. send androids and not humans, why wouldn't you? Yeah. That android costs yeah. a lot, I bet. You you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm. I'm I'm thinking of it as like human life is is the most valuable thing. That is not the case yeah. in this movie, <laughs> no. Although we could probably get an android for each of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Little android buddies for each of us, little sidekicks. But then they'll just get ripped in half pretty quickly. Yeah. We don't have the courage to survive in this world. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, in the world at large and this film. <laughs> Especially if we're the Ripley's. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I've got a I've got a forklift license. I could probably drive that thing at the end. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> but we've got to make it to the end <laughs> that's to true. have that yeah, pay yeah. off. <laughs> and like, let's be honest, if if Bert came to me and he was like, Tom, do you wanna do you wanna definitely go home and be safe? And I'd be like, Yes. He's like, You gotta put two aliens in your two best friends. And you know what, boys? I'm doing it. <laughs> You little so, Sean and I, uh, Ridley and Newt, having a nap, and you're just like, here's a little face hugger for each of you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like put them on you, and then what I would do, I pretend I got knocked out and blame Burke. Sort no of. one likes him. <laughs> he is suspicious. He's suspicious. I just hit myself in the head and be like, oh, Burke knocked me out. He was talking about. Talking about putting aliens in my friends. Oh, we better kill my friends. We should leave immediately. Oh, wait. So you're ki- <laughs> you're not even enacting Burke's plan of using us as like hosts to get the aliens back to Earth and get them to the company. You're just like, and then I'll kill the boys afterwards. Boys, I'm going rogue. I'm getting out of that place immediately. <laughs> oh, you? I- Tom, every time I think there's a bottom, you find a new bottom. I do. Right? That, right. or I immediately go to the queen and I'm like, I'll help you. You need milking? I'm your boy. Do you want a human slave boy? All I need is some milk from a Milo. <laughs> I can't believe a milk addiction got us killed in space. I, you know, it's Tom. I can believe <laughs> I can totally believe that. Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners have any comments, would like to say hi, have any thoughts on Aliens or Aliens 3, I'd love to hear them. Uh, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. You need milking? I'm your boy. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.